We're rolling. This is it. Episode 469. Hold your jokes there. Episode 469, No Laugh Track Podcast. <laughs> Justin Severson here once again. The uh, lucky guy gets to host this each and every week here at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I am here with my two-time defending world champion guest. Well, two-time guest. <laughs> Curtis Cook is here with me on the stage at Acme. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Very good. Hell yeah. D- did you have a 69 joke when I said 469? No, did I, d- I didn't have it ready. I had no idea, but I'm honored. Thank you for having me for this special <laughs> number. <laughs> of course. I'm uh I'm glad that, I'm glad you're here. It's I'm glad been to be back. just for uh I'll refresh people's memories. We did this back August 26, 2021. Hell yeah. Or at least that's the day it was posted. I I'm not sure if that was the actual day, <laughs> but yeah. Here we are back again. So tell me everything you've done since August 26th up until today. Wow. Go. Just a lot of sitting around the house and living in fear. So it's good to be back. <laughs> Hell yeah. Are you still where you living now? Uh same? LA. Yeah, same place. Same place? Yeah. Yeah. How did you, I don't know if we ever covered it, how did you end up in L.A.? <laughs> I'm married to a very smart woman, and uh, before we were uh, engaged, she got into grad school down there. So I moved to, to be with her uh, and live in student housing. Now? Now we're out. She graduated, <laughs> uh, I want to say, three or four years ago. Okay. Uh, she got her master's degree in fine arts, uh, and now we're chilling wow. in L.A. What? Can I ask what she does with a master's degree in fine arts? Uh, I can try to tell you, <laughs> but it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Right now, she's got a great job as an art teacher uh, in L.A., and she really enjoys it. And then she I would have still creates that. her own stuff. Yeah, there's not a lot of other things you can do. Yeah. Um, but she still creates her own work, and she's really enjoying that. It's been thrilling. Like I know this is corny, but like ah, I'm fine with it. It's like we didn't really have uh, – she didn't really have her outlet. You can do stand-up anywhere where there's drunk people in a bar that needs guests, but like she couldn't really pursue her dreams until we moved, and it's been really exciting to see her kind of glow and have that opportunity. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I'm really happy for her. What, is, what I want to know: what does she create? What's her What's her art? She <laughs> visual and conceptual art. So I can't really. T- <laughs> Every time I explain it, it, it is disrespectful. <laughs> but How about I, this? Is there a place somebody could go and see something? An example? Yeah. Oh man, I should have her website memorized. Uh, but I think it's brandondominiquerockwellcharlotte.com, and you can go and see a lot of her work. A lot of it is installation based, so it can't exists in our apartment uh but it's been disassembled and she's ready to put it up wherever anyone has oh wow it. yeah so there's like a big workspace in your place huh no <laughs> <laughs> she's she's made do over the pandemic she's switched a lot over to like collaging and doing things that can be stored in a, a coat closet but she's getting back out and finding a studio so she can really get back into it again gotcha yeah very, gotcha very cool very cool uh well we talked last time you had mentioned uh that you got married at the beginning or at some point in the pandemic yeah right? right at the top so this is your wife now that you're talking about and last time you were here you mentioned that there was no wedding reception. You kind of just snuck off and got married. Yeah. Has there been a party since then? No. <laughs> There's not. There's been a Who lot. Who cares? Of, Who cares uh, about everybody? Don't you like a party? I don't. She, we, you know, this is something that we've argued in the grocery store parking lot about, but. So here's the truth. She contacted me. Oh, and no. pressured <laughs> you into this? <laughs> she said, promote my website and ask him why we haven't had a party yet. I like this. Let's turn this entire podcast into things my wife wishes I would deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Look, see how many papers she gave me? It's just like... Uh, yeah, every time I come, you're so prepared, I'm intimidated. Paragraph four. <laughs> Ask him why he never says he's sorry. <laughs> oh, <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. Totally kidding. 
Uh, how much? Back to you. How much comedy have you been performing in the last year? You've been you've been busy, steady. Yeah, it's been nice. Uh, I'm still uh, the job I have right now is still abroad, so I've been able to zoom from the road and travel a little more for stand up. Still trying to be safe. Still want to be respectful of you know the staff and the audience everywhere. But sure. It's been nice to get out there a little bit more now that COVID is uh, not gone, but a little more manageable. Careful what you say. Cause yeah, I was listening. like, <laughs> <laughs> right. it's waiting for the opportunity. Uh-huh. This is hubris. Now I'm going to fucking, uh, oh, sorry. Can we? Sure. Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just listening to the radio on the way over here and uh, this uh, sports radio station. And they're like, yeah, I don't know if anybody's heard the update. Anyway, the uh, the host of the show was at the Minnesota Vikings training camp yesterday. Okay. Interviewed Kirk Cousins the quarterback okay like face to face like you and i are about this distance from what they're discussing and now kirk is out sick today dang and he's like did i get him sick and it was big news last year that kirk never got the vet he's not vaccinated oh yeah so like i just on my drove o- drive over here there was this whole the guy's like i <laughs> i don't want to feel guilty but should i should i not talk to him I, that's a terrifying thing for you as an interviewer to be hearing on your way to an interview <laughs> that would freak me out man right <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> Shows are all getting canceled tomorrow. <laughs> Brandon, can you bring us a couple tests up here just to make sure? Uh, <laughs> Do you still have those uh, uh, saran wrap walls that we had? We'll put one of these between. Oh, when, that's how we got married with one of those. When when it was, you know, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, the judge, we, it was like right at the top. So it was outdoor in one of those like pullout tents. And the judge had uh, a plastic tarp with a hole in it. And he would hand us a clipboard that, that was dirty. strapped to a 12-foot wooden pole that we would then take the paper off sign put it back on the clipboard he would pull the because we didn't know we still thought that it like was touch things right oh i know we yes we were wearing rubber gloves everywhere yeah wiping down groceries which we probably should still be doing (laughs) i mean people are still gross yeah Yeah. i don't know if a couple temp jobs and you're like oh every can is filled with shit like this is disgusting (laughs) oh yeah i've worked in the kitchen and restaurants i've worked inside schools and see how kids are yeah nobody's washing their hands (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no one's washing their hands. No, is there? Is there? <laughs> you know, uh, there's this commercial I hear a lot these days, and it's for one of these uh, companies um, that will take your photos and then digitize them, right? So you okay. don't have lost media. That's nice, right? And uh, one of the things they say in the commercial is like, you know, your your special memories from your wedding. I've been married twice, and I will admit, I've never. There's there were videos made both weddings. I have zero interest. In watching, yeah, there's there's nothing. I mean, I'm glad. Obviously, I'm glad it happened and all that. But going back to watch it, but <laughs> if I had one where there's a, a shield in front of me and he's holding the stick to grab the uh, the vows, <laughs> I would rewatch that. I I haven't. I might go back and see it. I think now that you should show your current wife your first, first wedding time. video just to see how she feels about it. Uh. Coincidentally, it is on VHS. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dust that off, man. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I do still have a VCR. Does it work? I, I, I'm, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, speaking of, it's my wife's birthday today. Hey, happy birthday to her. What's her name? Ashley. Happy birthday to Ashley. Happy birthday to Ashley. What should I have got her for her birthday? Uh, what is she like? <laughs> what intimate details has she shared with you over the years? <laughs> here's the thing. Every year, she uh, for for several years now, it's like, um, here's what I want. And then I just get like a Amazon link. That sounds or, really nice. Yeah. Did that happen this year? None. Oh. It's like some sort of test. I don't like it. 
Uh, you could take her somewhere. That that's happening. I okay, not <laughs> not tonight. It wasn't last night. It's gonna be next week when we have some free time. But that sounds good. Uh, are you a good gift giver? Uh, <laughs> You're laughing. I am. Uh, I have become conscious of the fact that I am not. So now what I have going. This is like. My attempts to be a better person, knowing that it's not organic, is I have an ongoing Google Doc. And so anytime someone says something to me in passing, I'll write down their name and what they said so that when the occasion comes up, I'm ready with something that's special. So it looks like I'm a thoughtful person, but I will just forget immediately, and I'm trying to get better about it. That's really good. Yeah, it's something, hopefully, but... Yeah, that's really good. I And I have done something similar to that in the past, but again, I didn't get any good hints. This yeah. Time. Yeah, so... That page in the notes is what I use on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Blank. Damn. There's nothing. I could go back to the ones from like five years ago, but I don't think she wants any of that stuff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Get the stuff when we were just dating. That could be interesting. Yeah. That could be very interesting. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a pod. This is turning into a podcast about how we love our partners and want to be there for them. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with that. I-, I was supposed to have therapy yesterday afternoon and it got canceled. Oh, Two we can get into beforehand. it beforehand. So uh, th- this is that's we're just gonna make up for that now. Nice. I'll just ask how that makes <laughs> you feel about it. <laughs> and at the end, give me some sort of suggestion, a thing to work on, and a bill for the, for the <laughs> bill. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Coincidentally, I just found out last night how I, how much I've been paying or owe now for going to therapy again. Hey. I didn't find out until last night that when the bills showed up. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Anyway, uh, let's go back. <laughs> last time you were here, here's some of the things we talked about. I just want to quickly refresh sure. people because it's, it's some great stuff. First of all, uh, the abstinence club that you were a member oh, of. Oh, I forgot about school. that again. Wow. <laughs> I listened back to this in the last 48 hours, and oh, my God, man. I, only, I, I still can't even believe that that was a thing. <laughs> I love that it only ever comes up in a basement in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. I've never th- I have Yeah. Damn. Yep, and it, you come back next year, who knows? Maybe I'll mention it again. Maybe but I'll yeah. try to remember it, yeah. So, so Abstinence Club, if people don't w- want to know more about that, I encourage you to go back to episode 426. <laughs> uh, you once uh, got in trouble on Twitter for impersonating Dr. Oz. We talked oh, about yeah. that. Uh, you wanted to be a comedian since eighth grade. Yeah. We talked about that. Uh, are you still collecting stand-up comedy records? Yeah, yeah. How's the collection going? Here. It's going pretty well. I've got some really cool stuff I've been enjoying finding, and it's like... It's very nerdy. Uh, I acknowledge that, but it's been really cool to like see, like the different, uh, like all the things that were forgotten and all the thing. Like I've been doing some reading and listening to uh, Von Meter, and like he was the. I know that name, but know nothing about. So you ever go to like a Goodwill and you see that like uh, that first Family album, and it's the Kennedys, and it's a comedy record (laughs) that like everyone has thrown away. I think that that album. If I'm remembering correctly, that was the number one greatest selling album before the Beatles broke all the records. So like in all of like pre-Beatles, that was the best selling album of all time. And now it's a dollar in every Goodwill. Yeah, yeah. And then I looked it up and apparently like his bread and butter was doing Kennedy impersonations. And then Kennedy got shot. And the night Kennedy was shot, uh, Lenny Bruce was on stage. And the first thing he said when he came out was, damn, I guess that Von Meter guy is fucked. And then his career never (laughs) got back on track. Damn. Yeah. So fun. Bad like, luck. I, I love stuff like that and like learning all like the history and the way that it ties into stand up and like, you know, all the things like people say, you know, that they love comedy when really what they mean is they enjoy laughter. And I've really enjoyed going back and seeing like how little people care about the legacies that built everything we have today. Uh, wow. That's really interesting. I, I think so. Yeah. Not a lot of other people agree, but I have a good time with it. <laughs> 
Do you uh, are you gonna hit up some stores while you're here? Yeah, I've uh, I don't I really like to go when I'm traveling to the regular stores because you uh, different regions had different like favorites like um there in the northwest i found a lot of rap ripplinger albums he was a, a hawaiian comedian who did a lot of stuff down there and like kind of helped establish like a sense of hawaiian uh comedy is what the records that i've read seen and then traveling through the midwest and parts of the upper south i've seen like a lot of jerry jerry crowler and like um uh, uh what's george gardner and like all these different comics that i didn't know about in the upper midwest so, so cool it's cool yeah do we have good taste up here? I haven't been yet, so we'll <laughs> fucking see. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be good. I'll find uh, there's always some Rusty Warren. There's always some Von Meter. We'll see what else is around. <laughs> Smothers Brothers. Smother. Oh man, I they're at every Goodwill. Love the Smothers Brothers too, <laughs> and I've gotten into uh, I think it's Roman Murray, and um, there's another dude, but like. So they, one of the things that they did that I love is, oh God, I wish I could remember this guy's name, but one of their writers was a stand-up, and he would go on their show, and he would pretend that he was going to run for president, which fucked them over with the FCC, because if you have someone who's running, you have to give equal time to everybody, and they kept saying, it's a joke, it's a joke, it's a joke, but then he did run, still as a joke, but was officially in the race, and there was a whole, like, I love how, like, the Smothers Brothers are like these clean-cut, sweater-wearing folk singers, and they fucked with the government at every turn, and I love it. (laughs) Wow. That shit makes me so happy. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Yeah, they rule like they like people like when they talk about like rebel comedy, they're always like looking at some chain smoking leather jacket yeah. wearing guy, but like those dudes were like at it and I love it. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. I uh wow. I'm gonna have to go investigate uh, dig back. I think I have a couple of those albums. I have to dig back into those. Give those yeah. guys some more uh, attention. So last week, speaking of Hawaiian comedy, okay. a guy uh, that was born and raised in Hawaii was the headliner here last week, uh, Kermit Apio. Oh, hell yeah. He's a Seattle, out of Seattle uh, these days, but um, he once appeared on that TV show Evening at the Improv back in the early 90s. Whoa, okay. Do you uh, familiar with that show at all? It ran for, I don't know, six, seven seasons, eight seasons, or whatever. All, all of the... It it coincides with the kind of the comedy bust you could yeah. say, where there was too much on television, <laughs> too many comedians, and and all that. Anyway, he appeared on that show once. It's available like on Amazon Prime. Okay, but I asked him about it last week, and he said that uh, the thing he was really looking forward to being on the show is that supposedly when you're on the show, you get a home version of the board game of improv, improv the board game. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is improv the board game? I've never heard of this. Not me neither. So I got excited. I'm like, well, I'm going to research this. So I found a copy of it. You can buy one for about 20 bucks or so on okay. eBay. And uh, the idea was, let's see, I, I want to I share some of this with you here. So it was, uh, let's see here, the improv game. It's based on the TV show and actual comedy club. The, it tests your ability to make your friends laugh. I want to know what you think about this. Through various actions and jokes. The game contains four booklets, one each of gags, improvs, groans, and cracks, <laughs> which are used for each player's turn. Players move around the board in an encased game, uh, pl- use plastic pawns. One accumulates points by successfully getting other players to laugh at the jokes one performs <laughs> and can lose points. Ready for this? You can lose points. Uh, you, can, uh, you can lose points by landing on spaces such as heckler funnier than you. <laughs> audience speaks no english (laughs) oh those are fun good gigs (laughs) and steel material there's a pegboard in the center of the game to keep track of each player's score blah 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 
So then I found, then I did a little more searching and found a guy who did a review of it. Okay. And he said the biggest problem with this game is the jokes suck. <laughs> so some of this, you know, some there's like you roll the you roll like four different die and it'll be like you know two four six two. And so you then you go to this book and you look up joke number two four six two, and then you read yes. For I real. there's also love this. right there's also <laughs> open spaces where you can tell your own joke. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> For amateurs? Are you kidding me? For me, who's not a comedian, uh, I just talk to him? That would be awful. I, that would waste everyone's time. There's something very metaphoric about a game about stand-up where the premise itself is flawed. I like that a right? lot. <laughs> right? Um, the I want next you to, time, uh, if, sorry, but if the next time that I come, we should just play, are you down? Let's just the next time the three of us play that game for 30 minutes. <laughs> I, 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 deal. Deal. I won't do it with anybody else. So uh, the last thing I want to cover about this thing is, so then this guy who I read, I read the review, he copy and pasted the one joke he thinks is good. I'm going to give this to you. Let's see how this long. This is a whole page of the jo- <laughs> if, if If you want to bail on it when, you, when you're just sick of it, go ahead, but just give it a start. Right. This is what he describes as the best, the best joke, joke on this game. A man went into a bar with his 180-pound Irish wolfhound. Hey, said the bartender, you can't bring that animal in here. Wait a minute, said the guy. This isn't just a dog. He can talk. Sure, sneered the bartender. I bet you 500 bucks he can't. Okay, you're on, said the man as he turned to his dog and said, Here, boy, now tell me, what do they call the top of a house? Roof, roof, answered the dog. Oh, Jesus. Good boy. Now tell me how sandpaper feels. Rough, rough, said the dog. Okay, last question. Who was the greatest baseball player to ever live? who ever lived? Ruth, Ruth, said the dog. By this time, the bartender was fed up. He grabbed the guy, smacked him a couple of times, and threw him into the street. As the dog sat by his bruised master, he turned to his owner and said, Gee, you think I should have said DiMaggio? <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. That was the good one. That's Cur- such a long walk. Curtis, that's that's the good one. That's the good one. Uh, I. Who? Where did they get the? Who? Whose job was to write three hundreds of these? Like, I don't. That I. I don't know. That's I, why I want to get a copy and find that out. Yeah, I don't. I don't, don't, don't want to be smart. Like I'm sure, like whoever it was, I hope they got fucking paid. But. A young Robin Williams. No, I have no. God, idea. That no, would be no, a no. Fun twist. But wouldn't it be hilarious <laughs> if there's somebody who like we all respect? Yeah. Mel Brooks just phoned it in for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, like, oh, they they just took George Carlin's notebook. No, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I want to know. I'm gonna hand this back to you. I feel bad holding yeah, it. Yeah, you might, you might, uh, it might burn your fingers. I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to be. Don't, stay away from that. <laughs> anyway, I hope, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed that. That's so. such a. I just the nightmare. Like Cards Against Humanity is tough enough for me to deal with, but the thought of sitting around close friends and reading stuff like that to them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Upsetting. I know. Uh huh. <laughs> However, oh, I will say that. Uh, this is an inter- I, interesting twist on it that makes it a little better. So you could read the jokes that they give you, but you can also like act them out. You can, you know, uh, you know, do an effect on your voice. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so you could try. Besides just using those words, you can really act it out to try to get somebody to laugh. I don't know if that's gonna help. <laughs> but better or worse? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just a lot of living room stool humping. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. The lamp's on my head. Why aren't you laughing? <laughs> it's so funny. So funny. So there we have that. And now I want to talk about your... Um, we talked about it last time. American Dad. You're still writing on American Dad? Still writing on American Dad. I saw a new season comes out next month. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. Am I telling you that information? I, you didn't know that? I, I'm just happy for the job. <laughs> no, I think I think some episodes have been coming out. It might be that we start up again. This is like, a, like I am... Uh, I really enjoy the job. I'm like in the weeds a little bit on timelines because it's I know we're a year in the hole sometimes because of the animation process. And I've been so excited to learn more about that that I have not been doing my due diligence on knowing when should actually air. Sure. But the process has been a lot of fun. Yeah. And I should also use this opportunity to plug uh, shameless self-promotion. I wrote for a new Hulu series called This Fool that yes. I believe is airing tomorrow. It is airing tomorrow. Hell yeah. That August, one I knew at least. August 12th, whenever yeah. you're listening to this, August 12th, it debuts on Hulu. That should be fun. Chris Estrada, great comic, really excited to work with him, really happy that his story is out there. Yeah, it's been all fun. Yeah, um, there's a chance people listening to this have seen, he's been at Acme. Chris oh, Estrada yeah, hell yeah. was here at Acme, not headlining, but when Frankie... Uh, Quinones was oh, here. Oh, yeah, also, yeah, on the show. It was also on the show. Creeper. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. I didn't realize they'd work together in different capacities like that. That's really exciting. Frank used a headliner here a few years ago and brought, like, three other comedians yeah. with them to open, and Chris was one of them. Damn. Yeah. That's great news. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's, so then, like, that, that, I'll admit, that was the first time I'd heard of him. He was really funny on oh, stage. Oh, yeah, he rules. Yeah, and then, uh, and then since then, I've seen him, you know, kind of his face and... Uh, uh, pop up here and there, social media and whatnot, and then this show. So yeah. that's so cool. This show's one of like the one of the things that I think is exciting about it is that like I think everybody like in LA knows that Chris is great, and people who've seen him knows that his stuff is great. But like he has not, uh, you know, had, he's not like been the he's not been where he I think is meant to be. And it's exciting to watch someone who's like been working really hard and getting a lot better. And who's always been good, like suddenly have something break through and have them uh, be in front of an audience that they deserve. I, I so I obviously I haven't seen an episode yet, but I saw online that uh, Frankie's character works for a, a organization called Hugs Not Thugs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole show it's uh, it's uh, it's based, I think, on. Uh, well, I know I don't know why I said I think it's based on Chris uh, and his family's experiences with. Um, is an organization called and why has it disappeared home homeboy industries uh, and then offshoot homegirl industries that works with uh people uh ex-gang members and ex-cons who get out of prison and are looking to rehabilitate it's really difficult to like it's frustratingly difficult for people who've turned their lives around to get an opportunity sure. and so that organization works to give them the resources and the opportunities they need to stay on the right track and to um Continue be uh, continue being the people they want to be, and so it's a much funnier show than that sad description of that organization. Do but. you get a chance to like write yourself a line, a character? Like, hey, I know who <laughs> I got this good thing, and I know who could perform it. <laughs> I mean, do you get to do that? I uh, I have not been that bold. <laughs> I feel like that. Uh, my feeling is that that uh, writer performers are uh, obnoxious in that regard, so I've just avoided that entirely. <laughs> what you need is somebody else in the uh, writing room. To yeah, someone I'll just slide him a couple bucks and be like, you know, I wrote this with Curtis in mind, so we should put him in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Same with like the, the cartoon. Come on, be like, yeah, I know who could deliver this voice. Yeah. The guy that kind of looks like me. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think honest if I'm, if I'm uh, I think uh, and this maybe I'm just bogging you down with uh, boring shit, but I think part of it is uh, union shit. So because I am not in uh, some of the unions that performers would be in, it would be a disservice to people who are represented for someone who is not a member of their guild oh, to hop in. I okay. think that's part of the thought. That's the most like that's what they're lying to you. <laughs> Well, you know, it's we we really we got it's just so much bureaucracy, Curtis. I we yeah. think you'd be great. It's just a nice way of saying you fucking sucked it. Yeah, your your ideas are great. Sure, keep, keep showing up, keep showing up. Oh, my teenage daughter's calling it. That uh, oh, I can't. Do you need that. to take it, man? That, no, 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 no. She can wait. She knows I'm busy. She can. <laughs> she knows I'm busy right now. She knows I'm busy right now. Uh, you. Uh, another thing we did last time is something I always like to do is bring up um people's hometowns and see if there's any interesting news stories right in auburn township right yeah, yeah. Even, i have not been keeping up is anything happening there? <laughs> well 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 do you still have family there i do i do. learned the last trip uh, that the town was founded by a guy named bill bad bradley uh he was only there because they were making a highway through nothing and he was like well this nothing's kind of nice and then he established the town I want to do that. <laughs> I want my own town. There's a there's a house for sale in Minnesota right now for I don't know multi multi millions of dollars. That's on an island like a half an hour from here. Oh, an island like you know in a freshwater lake. Yeah. Like the, and it's the only house. Could you imagine? That sounds terrifying, but also pretty sick. In the winter, you know. Oh, that would be miserable. I didn't even think of that part. Do they have to take it like snowmobiles and shit like that? <laughs> for real, there's no road. Frozen water. And then you got to get on a boat, right, to get groceries? Or just, In the uh, summer, they use damn. a boat. I uh, have been looking at how uh, you guys rank really highly on climate change, uh, like uh, the success you'll have as it continues. And uh, I've been looking at acreage out here. It's pretty nice, man. <laughs> I saw a 13-acre plot about 30 minutes out of the city for $100,000. Uh, sounds pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Wait, we got room for you. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we got room. We got room for you here in, in uh, Minnesota. Uh, so here's the here's the news I found. I wonder if any of your family members will be doing this this weekend. The Sunflower Festival at the Ayanaro Farm. Do you know what that is? No. Nope. Uh, well, this is the, the. I just want to give you some of the things. Maybe you want to contact family and let them know what's going on here. They can go pick their own sunflowers, shop with local artisans and collectors, play yard games, and pet. Donkeys. Oh, big sale in Ohio. People Pet, love no, that There's going to be a donkey. Multiple donkeys, <laughs> Chris. That sounds like something my mom would actually be into. I'll hit her up. I'll tell her. <laughs> she loves like the festivals and uh, local communities and stuff like that. <laughs> would she pet a donkey? Uh, that I think she would skip. But if she could get any of the grandkids over, I think they would get a kick out of it. No, of course. Of course. Of course. You get you. You don't have any. You didn't make any grandkids. What's going on? I'm kidding. I'm I'm enjoying. <laughs> We're, Uncle uh, Curtis. Yeah, Uncle Curtis. Yeah. Are you good, Uncle Curtis? Uh, I'm distant, Uncle Curtis. So when I, you know, when I see them, I try to make the most of it. But I'm the guy who moved across the country, so I don't see him that often. Sure. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Would you ever move someplace else? How long do you think you'll you have any idea how long you'll stay in LA? No. <laughs> uh, but uh, I feel like between the wildfires and the raising, the rising ocean and the draining water and the increasing smog and the fact they're on a fault line, I want to go somewhere else. But uh, my wife's holding it down with that steady job, so we're there for a while. 
Don't don't rock the boat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Do not rock the boat. Uh, where is the thing I found? So, uh, but 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 nope, not that, not that. The farm. Oh, another thing is last time you were here, you were we were talking about social media, and you're like, yeah, I got Instagram, Twitter. I don't have TikTok. Oh, now I do. You have TikTok. I fell into it. Yeah. Yeah. I love I, what you wrote. I write jokes. I write long jokes and refuse to dance or lip sync. Yet, nevertheless, here I am. Yeah, that's <laughs> not great to. <laughs> Tell people that you're not going to give them the only thing they want, but you're still going to be there. <laughs> when I changed my vote yesterday, uh, oh, God, I forgot the dude's name. But yesterday, one of the one of the greeters here said that the, his dad almost came to the show and then read my bio on Instagram that just says, come Joe Gloriette, and was like, I'm not going to go to that. So I got to change my marketing. <laughs> 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 You just mentioned uh, global warming, and I need to give some attention to this wonderful tweet of yours. If y'all think polio and monkeypox are bad, just wait till the permafrost melts and we get a fresh reboot of ancient diseases our bodies have no natural defenses against. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're fucked, man. <laughs> well, now it's something new to worry about. A friend pointed out to me that I phrased that like I'd been accepted into a comedy festival, like I was announcing this fresh debut of deadly diseases. <laughs> But yeah, we're doomed. Did you hear about, oh yeah, man, that polio shit? You're vaccinated for polio, right? You get that when you're a baby, don't you? I think they, I read briefly, so I don't want to know everyone, right to camera. Everyone look this up for yourself, but I read briefly that they stopped around 96, 97, because they were like, well, it's all essentially gone. Oh. Um, so I think there's some young people that don't have it. Did oh, you, I, I'm you, way older than that. So were you smallpox uh, vaccine era? Probably. Okay. I don't know. Hell yeah. I don't know. I got to, uh... I'll send you my records. Yeah, please. I'd love to know. Uh, I got to go. I got another one here that ties into this uh, global warming and uh, what new things we should fear. Yeah. So you also lived in Portland for a while, correct? Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, have you heard about this? They recently had a really bad uh, heat wave in Portland. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a tree exploded. Have you ever heard of a tree exploding? Not in Portland. Yeah, you've heard in other places. I I have heard. Okay, <laughs> this is because I've never heard of this. I don't know why I have this knowledge. A friend, uh, I do know why this. My friend uh, Marie and her husband Saul. They work. They own and operate a florist company called Nocturne in Bloom. They're really into plants, and they were telling me that there's a kind of plant that's been put all through neighborhoods in LA. Um, because it was really good for lumber in the southern hemisphere. But I guess something happens where when you bring it to the northern hemisphere, it twists, and it's not good for lumber at all. So they tried to design it into communities as, like, a, as like fashionable trees, but when they get really hot or where they're by fire, they explode, thus spreading the fire further and further. So it's the worst tree that could possibly be in California, and there's a ton of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is worse than I thought. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. This story. So, I, yeah. Uh, the branch that exploded, uh, this this tree in Portland exploded, and a thir- estimated 30,000-pound branch fell. <laughs> 30,000 pounds. Jesus. And then later, and then longer, uh, at the end of the story, it says, like, uh, the truth is no trees are safe. Yeah. They're, what? What? We're doomed. We're doomed. This, you, I'm saying if you do, may I ask, do you own a house? 
Uh, I, I rent a house. I live in a house. Keep that's... renting that house. Don't ever leave this place. Your t- 10,000 lakes or whatever is supposed to be very useful coming up. Like Yeah, really, really. And uh, my house is surrounded by a lot of trees and there's... They're already have dead branches, so I'm worried. Look out! Well, it's not, it's not. You're renting, so let it, let it fly. That's true. <laughs> I just don't want it to, like, uh, you know, go through my bedroom or something. Oh, the next time your landlord gives you a hassle, explode a tree and be like, "Look, now you have bigger problems. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this." Last time I was here, you were telling me uh, that the, that you couldn't water you. They were on rotating water schedules for your yards. Is that still true? Damn. Okay. I've been confusing what everyone told. I don't know why I maintained all these Minneapolis facts, but I can't remember where I got them. <laughs> that also wasn't me. That I wasn't you? <laughs> no, no, that also wasn't me. Uh, well, we, let's see. What else should we, is there anything else that you wanted to mention? We've covered the love we have for our wives. Oh, we've yes. We've talked about the impending doom from climate change. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's good that we've, uh, you know, coupled up. Yeah, you know, have some warmth when it gets cold. Uh, mm-hmm. We have, uh, we talked about the worst board game idea we've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both the, uh, your writing gigs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Performing Watch this week shows. through the weekend at Acme. Performing through the weekend at Acme, having a nice time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really excited to be back here. Did you? Uh, you brought stickers last time. I brought stickers people. again. You You're, want one? You have, of course. Here you go, man. Of course. Do I have them? Yeah, here's one. You're gonna put your finger, your hand on. You're gonna flip me the bird. <laughs> I got one right here. <laughs> Bam! Here you go, dude. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Ah, nice. That's me. Those images by an artist named Carolyn Maine. She's in Portland right now, I believe. So if anyone ever needs a uh, image, there you can go there. And, and they're in they are. Uh, was this the same sticker you had last year? That one I think is that's an old one. Uh, there's some new ones that I'll be giving out tonight at the show. Well, it's relatively new, but it has your TikTok address on the back, so it yeah, can't be that old. Really, <laughs> it feels good to be north of thirty. Plug in TikTok, you know. That's really where I wanted. When I started comedy, I was like, damn, if I could just have to compete with people dancing. It would really make my life better. <laughs> Duetting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I just, if I, I don't, I really don't mean to, like, what I do is ridiculous. So I don't mean to besmirch what other people are doing for joy or for professionalism. But, like, if you had told me 10 years ago that one of the biggest forms of media would just be watching people watch other people doing things i would not have believed you Mm -mm. like it's wild Mm -mm. but you know uh, times change (laughs) here we are uh if you want to see someone that uh has more talent than the person that lip syncs to the videos that you spend 20 hours a day watching on tiktok come to acme this weekend and see curtis he has jokes that he's written (laughs) that was was somehow very kind and also the cruelest thing you could have said (laughs) you want to see someone who's better than a lip syncer come on down to acme comedy club (laughs) Oh man, are you I'm t- surrounded by people in my house that are addicted to TikTok, so I'm uh <laughs> that's coming from somewhere deep. So like I said, I didn't go to therapy yesterday, so uh getting this off my chest <laughs> while I can <laughs> while someone's here to listen. I hope you call your kid back after this and I like, look, I just want you to know before we get into it. I'm tired of these clips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I glanced at the message. Um, I, I think things are going to be okay. I think okay, she's good. So it's, it's good. Uh, this has been so fun. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for having me back, man. Let, I was going to talk to you. Thank you. Let's do this again. I have, and I did have so many other things that we are we're not going to get to now. But uh, anything really we'll, exciting? Anything no, you we'll were do dying it. For? We'll do it two years from now after next year when we play the game. Oh yes! All right, I am excited about this. All right, uh, I will buy a copy this week. And can have we it. get? Can we just like get everybody on staff in on this bullshit? 
<laughs> <laughs> love it. All right, you heard it here. Thanks, Curtis. Hey, thank you, man. <laughs>